Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. These children are influenced to believe that they may be the wrong gender. People are finally getting it because the mass media has not been reporting on this accurately. It's only through conservative-leaning and Christian outlets that are actually telling the truth about the body. The books today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. Because I know that lots of people have had it up to here. They have had it up to here with this agenda, with the targeting of their children. Our past silence as the church in America has reaped these horrific consequences that we're living through now. Yep, and to think, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com, and that's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute daily commentaries right here Monday through Friday on the word Columbus at 10.20 a.m. Eastern Time, and also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. You are aware, as we discuss this here frequently, of the explosion in interest in public schools in this country and the encouraging grassroots involvement of more and more parents and citizens who want to make a difference. So today we're going to talk to a new leader in education activism here in Ohio. My guest today is Tyson Butler, who has recently become the co-chair of the Southern Region of Ohio for the Protect Ohio Children Coalition. So welcome, Tyson, to Mission America Radio. Thank you, Linda. I appreciate you having me on. So... Tyson, first of all, I think people would benefit from knowing some of what you explained to me about your um, background growing up and being on the West Coast and all of that. So why don't you fill people in and we'll start there. Sure. I am, um, you know, as as I went through life, I, I, I tried to kind of quantify things on, on where my passion lies and and uh, throughout this process of, of connecting with Protect Ohio Children Coalition. Um, you know, I, I was really called by God to really kind of focus on on where I'm at and what I'm and what I'm really really passionate about. And one of those things um, has always been activism for me. Um, I did uh, well. First off, I, I'm an NFL brat. My dad ended up playing uh, 
get an opportunity and playing with uh, the Seattle Seahawks, the NFL team in Seattle. My mom went into labor with me in the Kingdom elevator during a game. <laughs> um, the Kingdom wow. no longer exists, but that, oh. uh, there's a little piece of me there still in mm-hmm. Seattle. And uh, but it re- but then after that, after my dad's playing career ended, uh, we moved back home, uh, and that was Oakland, California. So I grew up in the Bay Area, um, and I say all that to tell you that um, you know as as a young person, uh, I was kind of thrust into activism um, at a very young age. Um, my aunt was a Black Panther. My grandmother was um, grew up in the uh, in the South, South Carolina, and um, just my family heritage uh, really went to activism, um, standing up for our rights, being God loving. Um, and God-fearing citizens, and, um, you know, just speaking out against things that were wrong, uh, with whether it be with big government or um, establishment or at the time of my grandmother, um, the civil rights movement. So it, I always have felt like that was kind of ingrained into my DNA. Um, so as I, as I kind of grappled on to Protect Ohio Children Coalition, um, I wanted to note that definitely activism for sure was something that was very, very deep in my heart and um, helping people understand issues that were going on in our country um, and as well as locally um, to encourage them and, and motivate them to be active um, in, in the process of, of being American citizens and how great that was that we had the opportunity to do so. Um, yeah. The other piece of me is um, I was since my dad was an NFL player, I grew up in the game of football, grew up around sports quite a bit in the Bay Area, um, went to a, um, a private Catholic high school, ended up playing football there and getting a scholarship out of there um, where I studied uh, child development, um, cognitive development at Sacramento State University. And, um, you know, so I think that's where my other passion lies. Um, it certainly has always been uh, with children. I've always been really good with children and um, just loved being around the energy and helping them and um, seeing them grow mentally, physically, spiritually, um, and, and emotionally. And so I, I kind of took that on for my, for my education and expanded that into a coaching career of my own. Um, so I, I did that and, and had a great, great time uh, leading young leaders at the collegiate level and uh, actually got to coach with my father-in-law, Steve Mushagian. Um, and uh, I say all that to say that uh, he, at the time, was my head coach at Sacramento State. So mm. that's where my wife, Janae, and I met. And uh, oh. we, didn't, we, didn't, we weren't really together until senior year, but, uh, but essentially we, uh, we fell in love, and we've been together ever since. And um, that kind of brings me around back to – to Ohio because uh, Janae's dad obviously was a collegiate football coach, but he was also an NFL coach. And uh, and one of his stops was here at uh, the Cincinnati Bengals as a wide receiver coach. So, um, you know, children, uh, huge passion. Obviously activism being, uh, being really in depth with the community and helping people understand issues. That's very, prominent in my in my spirit 
And so um, it's kind of came me a, a full on roundabout of bringing me to Ohio, um, a place that I never imagined that I would be ever in life um, from California and um, still being able to expound on the passions that I have um, at this time in my life for my family and for my community. And so um, I've been happy to do that since I've been here. That's yeah. just a little bit and about it, me. Yeah, your your uh, enthusiasm has really caught on, and uh, a lot of people have said great things about what you've already done in Cincinnati. So, um, so let's just go forward from here. So, uh, well, I want to just reset here a little bit with uh, folks who might be just joining us. We're talking on Mission America Radio today with Tyson Butler, who is the uh, Southern Region co-chair for uh, the Protect Ohio Children Coalition. So. You, uh, what you related to me is how you jumped on board with the um, issues that we've been talking about so much lately in schools was when you encountered some of this in, in a school board meeting. So uh, give us a few minutes and tell us, uh, tell us about that, because I thought that was a fascinating situation. Sure. So, um, you know, for the audience, I am a proud African-American, Polynesian-American man. And so I, I love both cultures that I come from. Uh, I grew up very proud um, in both cultures and, and understanding where I came from. Um, just a, a quick a quick side note, my grandfather, um, Ibini Halofia, he was the first Tongan um, to graduate from Utah State University. Um, he wow. was originally from Tonga. That's where he met my grandmother, um, Kay Halofia. And... Um, he was a he is still a part the bloodline is a part of the royal family in Tonga. Um, wow. So it's one of those stories where he <laughs> kind of left uh the islands, right? And the missionaries kind of drove this this kind of transition. Um and he moved to the United States where he felt like he could um really expound on the dream of America and uh, provide an even better life for his family here in the States. Um, So I say all that to tell you that, you know, I come from a very proud background. Um, And uh, so coming to Ohio, where there's there's not many Polynesians in in Ohio yet, uh, maybe on the football team here and there, but there's not a lot of Polynesians, and that's okay. Um, But getting into the schools and, and understanding this, it was kind of been a transition for me. Uh, with young children. So I, but I know the issues, like I said, one of the biggest passions for me is activism. So I understand um, where the school boards were going. I understood the teachers unions, uh, both nationally and locally um, and how they were affecting, um, you know, essentially curriculum uh, in certain States. That's one of the reasons why I moved from California with my family is because we saw um, a lot of this coming down the pipe in California, and we chose not to be around it, and we chose not to uh, subject our children to it. So, um, to my dismay, um, here in Forest Hill School District in, in Anderson Township, uh, we ended up, I ended up kind of hooking up with a group, um, just kind of understanding what was going on here in the, in the school district, and uh, fortunately, I was able to hook up with the Eastside Republican Club. Um, they kind of opened me with open arms and, and welcomed me with open arms. And um, from there, I was able to kind of plug in with uh, the Concerned Citizens for Freedom 
um, and other individuals that uh, happen to be precinct executives from the Republican Party. Um, and then from there, my relationships with, uh, with multiple individuals, too many to name, that have had an influence on, on me growing into um, the type of activist or, or as, as, uh, as active as I want to be um, into this political sphere of Ohio. So mm -hmm. from there, um, the relationships grew and grew. And my first school board meeting, uh, actually my second school board meeting, um, I was met by a woman um, that was going on public comment and went went forward to kind of tell the, the entire audience how they should check their white privilege at the door and um, how uh, minorities um, didn't have the same opportunities as as, as others uh, that didn't have the same skin color and uh, how they pretty much needed to check their white privilege uh, at the door and understand that that exists. And for somebody, um, I think I laid a good groundwork of where I come from. Um, I, I, you know, I was, I was pretty pissed off about it to be quite frank about it. Um, that somebody would tell somebody that, uh, or a group of people at that, that uh, be, just because of the color of somebody's skin, that they didn't have the same opportunities as Americans, um, really, really, really ticked me off. So I just decided to, to talk. Um, I didn't, I didn't go in planning to talk. I went in to kind of get a, a lay of the land for my second school board meeting ever. Um, but once she got done speaking, I went up directly to the director that was uh, bringing on the uh, the signatures and the uh, public comment forms, and I said, you're going to take my form. You're going to take it. He said, hey, we're already done. Uh, you know, we, you know, I can't accept it anymore. And I said, the hell you can't. I said, you're going to take this form. You're going to take it up there right now. I'm going to talk. And so he did. And, um, and I think that's essentially where um, – where I was able to really, really help people understand where I was coming from and a perspective that I had. Um, you know, like I said, I, in, in a nutshell, I simply said, I didn't, I didn't agree uh, with teachers or anybody for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children, um, simply based on the color of their skin. Um, I certainly didn't agree that there were institutions that were set um, to, to put them in a bad situation. Um, I certainly didn't believe that, uh, that police were out there to get people, um, of my, of my skin color, uh, just to do it. Um, and I also knew, understood that there was a way for us to kind of transcend past this. And the way to do it was to continue to be great parents and to reinforce the kind of values and, um, and principles that my family, on both sides had instilled in me at a very young age, and that is to work hard, to be a good person, be God-fearing, and to stand up for yourself. And, um, and you know, God has a path for you, so to follow it. So yeah. um, from there, that's when I was really able to dive in um, from that moment on and let people know that I was, I was here, and um, I was a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> and and I, the only reason I felt that way was not only because of my background, but because of the people that I had around me that really did welcome me with open arms and yeah. saw that, um, you know, like, a, like I said, a proud African-American, Polynesian-American man um, really felt that there was a there's need for a change here. And fortunately, we were able to um, we were able to make sure that that happened. Um, 
in the political sphere. So yeah. then I worked hard to become a precinct executive. Oh, good, um, good. I was, well, I was let's nominated yeah, for, let's nominated for that. Go ahead. Yeah, well, let's uh, we're coming up on a break. Let's talk more about that and some of the other issues that you've gotten so interested in. We're talking with Tyson Butler here on Mission America Radio, and uh, we will talk more about school issues and getting involved. Maybe you've thought about some of this yourself. Stay with us. We'll be right back following these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And my guest today is Tyson Butler, who is uh, recently became the co-chair for the Southern Region of Ohio for the Protect Ohio Children Coalition. And uh, if you want to know more about Protect Ohio Children, go to protectohiochildren.net. And uh, first of all, let me, uh, uh, I, I said we were going to talk about some of the issues involved. But first of all, I, I know that you supported in, uh, I think, at Forest Hills School District, you supported some school board candidates and you uh, helped to get them elected, some conservatives. Tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll talk about some of the other issues. Sure. So, the, I mean, that was really kind of the the spearhead of, of all of the things and all the events that had kind of transpired and becoming a little bit more active here in Cincinnati. So. Um, from that point, you know, I, I dove in with these groups, and we understood that we had a plan. Uh, we, under, we understood that CRT was in the school, and it was through professional development. And in order for us to kind of vet that out and do what we needed to do to make sure our children were protected from that, um, we, need to, we fortunately uh, had a, uh, an election coming up. So what better way to do that than to, uh, to go ahead and nominate and get some, uh, get some parents that had children in the district that cared about uh, and, and had a stance to protect our children against CRT. And so I did everything that I possibly could in order to get them nominated and, and, uh, and elected. And fortunately for us, our, um, you know, our efforts did bear fruit. And so we had four conservative members uh, elected to the board, um, completely, uh, completely surprising a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. But we were very, we were very happy to see that um, our efforts had uh, had resulted in, in members that were going to stand up for what we believed in. So if people have a uh, concern, if they f- find something that is objectionable on critical race theory based teaching, which we know it is in the schools, it's not always called that, but it's influenced by that or comprehensive sex education or the obscene books and materials uh, that sometimes go along with that um, or um, social emotional learning and all the different agendas out there. People have concerns about that. They can go to the protectohiochildren.net website and submit an anonymous tip, and it is kept confidential. And then if it's in the southern region, Tyson, you are then available if people need more help um, to support people behind the scenes, give them encouragement, show them how they can deal with their school board. Is that not correct? That's absolutely right. I mean, part of of the fit and what God's path is for me um, was Protect Ohio Children uh, Coalition, and um, it, it allows me to to expound and be a, a fantastic resource for parents that may have been in a position that didn't understand that this was going on in their school, and um, and do have a you know a fight in their heart that they want to see this out of their schools, 
and some have taken to maybe homeschooling and some other options, but there's other ways um, that we're able to share, fortunately, um, through our group that can give you the resources and the tools to fight back, organize yourselves, become active um, into understanding that this is there. Um, and until we kind of face this monster, it's, it's going to be staying in that closet. And yeah. so at this point, um, I love the idea of being able to combine with Protect Ohio Children Coalition because we can now offer parents that actual resource, that actual playbook, if you will, um, to combining and organizing themselves to go ahead and do what they need to because they are the major stakeholders in, in the community and right. for the school districts. Yeah. And uh, if, um, you know, people find things like, uh, for instance, uh, these the racially divisive teaching that is not based on what Martin Luther King taught, uh, but it's based to actually do discriminate based on skin color uh, and teaching kids, uh, you know, some of this nonsense that is is uh, out there. You know, they they can use you as a springboard for that. Are you seeing what is your reaction to to some of what you've seen in the Cincinnati area or the southern area schools um, on some of these issues? Sure. I, you know, it's it's a funny thing because when you start to hear things like social emotional learning, especially um, and, and maybe CRT, um, some people have an argument to where maybe CRT is is valid in, in a sense that, um, you know, some of these teachings uh, about history were kind of uh, from one side and, and, and maybe they're not taking the perspective of the people that were at the time were oppressed, namely slavery. Um, on the other side, social emotional learning is something, you know, um, especially for somebody that studied child development, hey, like we want to learn more about the, you know, uh, more about the, the total student. We want to be able to teach them and meet them where they are with the information that they have. All sounds good. Um, but when you get down to the nitty-gritty of it, it really does get down to a Marxist teaching. Um, it really does get to a place where, um, as a parent that is active in their children's lives, I don't need you telling them things that, that I don't support in my, home, in my own home. On an individual basis, are there, are there certainly some opportunities um, for teachers to kind of expound on um, maybe a more uh, a tight fit and a more individualized basis for, for learning? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, um, the teachings of SEL, um, comprehensive sex education, critical race theory, um, don't need to be a broad brush, and they certainly don't have any place in our schools. And, the, and if we as stakeholders continue to come out and say, we don't want this in our schools, then we need to be listened to and we need to be heard. And yeah. um, unfortunately, the establishment and the bureaucracy has a different story on that. And that's where our they fight do. continues on. I have a, one quick comment, and then I want you to quickly respond. I recently learned that teachers in both elementary and middle schools here in central Ohio, I've heard two incidents now, are asking students to stand up and declare their pronouns. Uh, what, 30 seconds. What's your thought on that? But has no place in schools. Absolutely has no place in schools. Um, there's individuals once again that are that are going towards transgenderism or um, or some factors of that nature. It doesn't need to be said, and once again, it doesn't need to be put as a broad brush. There's other children that don't need to be exposed to those things. They might not even know what those things are going on. 
Um, yeah. Unfortunately, throughout the country, especially in California, they're making moves to make uh, make it legal for teachers to have conversations like this with children without the parents' consent. And that mm-hmm. is absolutely wrong. And that's what yep. we're fighting against. Well, we've been talking today with Tyson Butler, who is the new Southern uh, Region co-chair for the Protect Ohio Children Coalition. And uh, uh, Tyson, I just ask... Uh, anybody who's listening who's in that area who needs to contact you to uh, check into the protectohiochildren.net website and they will be able to get uh, in touch with you uh, through the contacts there. And I ask people to pray for you and pray for your family and protection for you and all your efforts. And just God bless you. And thank you so much, Tyson. And thanks for being on today. Thanks again, Linda. Thanks for having me. Yes. And I, I just urge you folks to make sure you're Uh, aware of what's going on. You know, everybody has a stake in the public schools. They're forming the American citizenry. Just remember, just remember that with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a very good day. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525.